Chapter Twenty of Grandpa's Darlings by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Twenty. Cheese. Tap tap came a knock at our door. Mama raised her head from the pillow of her bed across the room, and I from my bed in the corner did the same, and we both drowsily said, "Come." We were taking our half packs. I don't suppose you have ever been to a water cure to find out what delightful things they are. But I haven't time to tell you about them. The door opened softly, and Miss Clifford peeped her head in. May I have Grace? she said, and every note of her fresh, crisp voice said to us that she was fresh from the tonic of a sponge bath and ready for a walk. Might she have Grace? Why, would anything be more delightful than to let somebody have her for the next half hour? Wasn't she trying with all the power that her little will possessed to keep still as a mouse that we might have our rest, and hadn't she dropped the scissors three times and caught her finger in the window once and spilled a glassful of water into her neck, and all in the space of the last five minutes? yes indeed said mamma with more energy than she had shown for some time i'm sure if you will take her with you we shall be very grateful where are you going to walk won't that be nice gracie make haste and get ready so as not to keep her waiting if we were glad we were nothing compared with the little maiden herself she slid from her chair with a squeal of delight and rushed herself into sack and hat with such haste that she left us exhausted but thankful when the door finally closed upon us both to feel that she was to be safe and happy for the next half hour or so and not only that but that the room was to be still was a delight we were up and dressed when the small whirlwind rushed in from her walk flushed and dusty and disordered generally and with by no means so happy a face as we had expected she flung herself into a chair and swung her hat disconsolately as she said in rapid excited tones i just know you won't let me eat it i told the man so and i told miss clifford so but she said perhaps you would but i told her you never had any perhapses and i think it is too bad when i like it so much the man said it wouldn't hurt me a bit but i told him it wasn't any use at all and i know it isn't and i like it so very much i don't know what to do by this time we were both laughing what a very remarkable story mamma said at last where have you been and what has happened to you i'm sure we can't imagine what it is all about then with many bewildering explanations the story was told it was so lovely and warm that they had walked on till they came to the cheese factory and there were some lovely flowers in the window of the cheese factory man's house and she went just as close to the window as she could to get a smell of them and the man at the long table was shaving cheeses and he saw her through the window and he asked her if the flowers smelled nice and said that he didn't think they smelled as nice as his cheese and she told him she thought flowers smelled nicer than cheeses but she thought that cheeses tasted better than flowers at that he laughed and said that she was the girl for him 
and he cut off a long thin lovely slice of cheese and gave it to her she wanted to eat it so much that she could hardly stand up and they all told her to miss clifford and all but she told them her mamma wouldn't allow her then they said it wouldn't hurt her the least bit in the world but she didn't eat a speck of it not a single speck and the man wrapped it up in a paper for her and here it was and now she certainly must eat it she couldn't do without it another minute we couldn't help laughing over this story poor gracie had evidently had such a hard struggle to keep from eating her treasure and was evidently so vexed because she could not enjoy it she had just enough strength to keep her from doing what she had been forbidden but not enough to keep her from being sadly vexed because she had been forbidden i felt sorry for her the little mousie was ridiculously fond of cheese it was to her what candy is to most children and the very fact that it made her sick to eat it seemed to make her more perversely fond of it i can seem to see the dusty tired little girl as she sat kicking her feet against the chair and looking the very picture of defiance hadn't that wise woman miss clifford said that she didn't believe it would hurt her in the least was it to be supposed that it could harm her after that altogether there were symptoms of a very stormy time it was seldom that the little girl wore such a sullen face mamma was very grave and very decided i am sorry that you went to the cheese factory she said i don't think the walk has helped you you may take off your sack and put on your slippers then brush your hair and try to get rested what shall i do with my cheese gracie said and there was a deepening of the troubled look in her eyes mamma was provokingly calm you may throw it away i suppose she said gravely at least that is all i can think of to do with it you know that you cannot eat it miss clifford said it wouldn't hurt me a bit and the man said so too and he makes cheese all the time and i should think he ought to know i can't begin to tell you how crossly she said this still mamma was very quiet and positive the trouble is she said soberly that you are not the little man's girl nor miss clifford's either you seem to forget that you are mine and that you are to do as i say without regard to what other people say you may put away your things i can't help thinking that if her mamma had ever been a little girl she would have been just a little bit more tender to the poor mouse whose teeth fairly ached to gnaw the cheese i think she in company with a great many other mothers must have been born grown-up ladies and so knew nothing of how small people feel that is i thought so just then she wasn't apt to make one think that she was a very loving mother just at this point gracie set up a wail that might have been heard in the farthest hall if we had but realized it her brain had been having a heavy strain she had safely withstood a great temptation but satan had gotten the better of her just then and she needed a little help she didn't get it from me i am sorry to say i meant to be helpful i felt sorry for her and i went to work to show it in the most bungling manner possible 
i wouldn't be so silly as to cry for a little bit of cheese i said in a very contemptuous tone that would be enough if you were a mouse when it makes you sick too i didn't know you were such a baby now reasonably enough this didn't help her at all you may just imagine yourself tired and warm and having an ill-used feeling and see if you think that sort of talk would help you to get good-humoured i am almost sure if i had known enough to say in a gentle tone you were a good girl not to eat the cheese after your mother had told you not to i think she must be proud of you that gracie would have tried to smile at me through her tears but as it was she kicked her feet stormily against the chair and cried louder and louder there was no use in trying to talk with her her voice drowned every attempt mamma looked perplexed and sad and annoyed all in one she was not used to such scenes meantime the crying grew terrific and something must be done gracie said her mother and i am sure the little girl had never heard her name spoken in such stern tones before if you do not stop crying this instant and obey me i shall just what she would have done i don't think we will ever know for the next thing was a knock a peculiar light running knock that stopped our voices and sent dismay into our hearts we knew the knock in a moment more miss green opened the door and glided softly in upon us you don't know miss green well how shall i ever describe her she was the life and power and heart and soul of that great water cure a doctor of wonderful skill a woman whom everybody respected and loved and obeyed why why she said in a brisk fresh tone what is the matter here we were afraid that gracie had fallen downstairs or that her dolly had a broken nose something dreadful has surely happened no sooner had her face appeared inside the door than the small lady's cries suddenly ceased showing plainly that she could stop whenever she thought it quite necessary there seemed no way to do but to tell miss green what was the matter as she stood looking at us in a way that showed she plainly expected to be told so mamma with a face almost as flushed as gracie's gave an account of the trouble she was very much ashamed of her little girl no sooner was it told than the doctor went over to the small unhappy morsel who crouched behind her mother's chair she was not very penitent in fact her face was still working nervously and she looked as though she might cry again any moment i fully expected that she would the very moment that miss green asked her if she was not sorry for being such a naughty girl of course she would say that it was the right and proper thing to say the thing that people always did say i thought if gracie succeeded in keeping her little tongue still instead of saying that she was not sorry a bit not at all i should be very thankful this is what she said do you suppose you are a selfish little girl gracie turned her great wondering eyes around so that she could see the lady's face she was astonished at the question she couldn't see what it had to do with her crying neither could i i don't know she said slowly somewhat doubtfully i don't think i am very 
when you have nice things that you think a great deal of do you like to share them with other people yes ma'am said gracie decidedly and this was true she was always ready to share her treasures in fact she wasn't quite happy unless she had someone to enjoy them with her very well then said miss green that was exactly what i had supposed about you so you have a piece of cheese yes ma'am in a low voice and with a very red face do you know how many people there are in my family no ma'am not quite well there are just forty-one now do you think you would like to have a plate and knife and cut your cheese into forty-one pieces and when the dessert is served passed it around so that every one may have a piece and there will be a piece left for you because you belong to my family and are one of the forty-one i wish you could have seen gracie's face it was in a perfect glow of delight oh yes ma'am she said catching her breath that would be so very splendid very well i am on my way to the kitchen now i will have a plate and knife sent up to you at once it is half past eleven i think you will have just about time to get the cheese ready for dinner you must count the pieces very carefully because you know if there shouldn't be enough to go around it wouldn't be pleasant if you should cut a slip of paper into forty-one pieces each about as large as your thumbnail you would have an idea of the size of gracie's slice of cheese it was a very little thicker than paper but i can give you no sort of idea what a nice time she had over it she was as happy as a bird she seemed to have forgotten that she ever was naughty or tearful she had to cut the slices over several times before she could get them the proper size and the entire hour was taken up then the dinner bell rang and we went down when the dessert bell rang the small triumphant maiden who sat between us slipped down from her chair and went softly up and down the long dining-room distributing her treasure everybody took a piece of cheese even to miss green herself and gracie ate her tiny morsel with a face of perfect delight after all mamma said when gracie was snug in bed i want to ask you miss green i am very thankful that you came to the rescue this morning for the child was very tired and so was i but i want to know for the sake of future days do you think i ought often to give her some amusement in the place of what i do not want her to have ought i not rather to require perfect obedience i do not know miss green said in slow thoughtful voice with the sweetness in it that we all loved i would not presume to dictate to a good mother i would rather send her to jesus for teaching but don't you think that sometimes when we are very eager after something and are a little inclined to be naughty if we think we are not to have it that the dear father in heaven pats us on the head very lovingly and says here dear child take this instead it seemed such a queer thing to say it surprised us so much we talked about it a great deal after we came back to our room i'll tell you what i think said mamma after thinking it over for some time miss green felt that there were plenty of times to teach little girls lessons 
and I believe she thought, instead of trying to teach Gracie one, she would give her mother a lesson in gentleness and patience, and I am sure I am very glad that she did. I will remember it. End of chapter 20